Hey guys, this is Kevin and Aisha Shelton with the Marriage and Real Estate Podcast. Where we navigate partnership, prosperity, and parenthood. Hey guys, this is Aisha Shelton. And this is Kevin Shelton. Welcome back to Marriage and Real Estate. You're so extra, bro. What? We almost like, didn't record an episode because you was hating like on me. You're like Showtime. You're like show hands, jazz hands. I know. That's why you need to let me do my Showtime and stop okay, badgering I'm sorry. me. I'm sorry. So, so what are you talking about today? We're supposed to talk about smart money, smart kids. We can talk about smart money, smart kids. Is it cliche to talk about like DMX? Can we say like RPX? Is that a thing? Um, no. You you don't even you're not even a fan. I am not not a fan. He was an okay guy, and he had good music. So you can do that. <laughs> Never mind. Just keep talking. Smart money, smart kids. And R.I.P. to DMX. Okay. There you go. Do you want to? Do you have like a soliloquy to say about it? It was Brenda, Lakeisha. <laughs> you are so corny, Doug. <laughs> I could be dad corny. That's the thing. Do you want to? Do was there something that you wanted to say about Inez. it? And Alicia, Felicia, Monica, Karen, Nikki, Lisa, Veronica, Sharon, Nikki, Cookie. Where did he meet her? The ice cream shop. Ice cream parlor. Okay, well, that's your tribute to Something DMX. Diane, Lorena, Carla, Serena. Okay. Katrina. All right. <laughs> All right, I'll stop. All right. Okay, anyway. That was only like a minute at a time. So, smart money, smart kids. We have low energy. We need to pick up our energy. Let's pick Bro, it up. Put that on yourself. I'm not. Pu- I'm reading your face. You keep saying like you're low energy. You're low energy, but I'm fine. I'm gonna manifest you. You're high energy. You're so high energy. You look really nice today. Thank you. I got so many compliments. Your outfit is very nice. It's. You know what? It's been really hard to accept those compliments with this new body that I'm in. But I, you keep forgetting who you are. I really obviously like I was telling somebody that earlier today I was like you don't remember who you are you've lost you you've forgotten how to fly like in Peter Pan kids kids will do that to you take all that's your- true but you got to give yourself a break because we have like two children not necessarily back to back but the last four years we've been having kids so you got to give yourself a break yeah no no breaks right I don't know, like all IG make it hard to give yourself a break. Wow, don't live your so life many, by social media. So many it's beautiful all women there. It's all cap. So many beautiful, beautiful. No, I'm just kidding. So smart money, smart kids. Can we talk about smart money, smart kids? So what brought about this topic is I gave Kayla an assignment today. Excuse me. I was listening to uh, an interview on The Breakfast Club. And uh, <laughs> why can't I say I was listening to an interview on the breakfast club? You can, you can say that, but I I should have known it was like sparked from somewhere else. That of course, you, where do you think we get inspiration from? I, you know, uh, Joe Rogan. I was listening to Joe Rogan, and he said you should take this. Okay, why does Joe Rogan have to be Joe Rogan? I don't know because I don't listen to the podcast, and when I hear his name, that's how it sounds in my head. <laughs> this is Joe Rogan podcast. But somebody told me they were saying. Um, I forget now. Really? They were saying something, but it made me think of E-40. <laughs> oh, they were saying, uh, keep it 1,000. And I was like, keep it 1,000 wow. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't understand the joke. <laughs> Cultural references are just lost. 
It's such a waste of I'm like sorry, space. I, I didn't get it. Whether it's TV or music, you were just not into like pop culture. Okay, so smart money, smart kids. How many? Let's go. Listen to the Breakfast Club interview. Gave mm-hmm. Kayla a new assignment. So Kayla owns Tesla stock, right? We bought her Tesla stock. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, I want to try this now where every week, every Friday, you have an assignment. You have to take one of the stocks you own, and I want a two-page, or I'm sorry, two-paragraph basically statement giving me the history of the company, um, what the current stock price is, who the current CEO is, what their business model is. And I want you to give it to me on Friday and then read it to me, you, and her younger siblings. And I think that's cool. Okay, so what was who was the guest? Like, what were they talking about on the Breakfast Club? Just it the was gist. Wall Street Chapter. Wall Street Trapper. Wall Street Trapper. Okay. Yeah. And what he was, was talking about the stock market. And so he wasn't really talking about like children in the stock market. He was just talking no. about the stock market in general. So how they got on the topic was they were talking about um, investing money for your children. Basically, he was like, well, if I, instead of putting money in a bank account for my daughter, I put it in an investment account and invest with the money. So I, I was thinking we are doing that, right? Because we started investing in stocks under custodial accounts. Mm-hmm. So... The only way to get her to really understand her ownership, because he was talking about ownership and how when you invest in these companies, you actually own them, right? You own a a piece of them or a share of them. So I wanted her to really grasp that, Mm -hmm. but start by educating. So educating herself um, so that she can understand what she ultimately owns. Yeah. Um, so let's just, let's just be clear. We didn't come up with the title, Smart Money, Smart Kids. No. We read a, a book by Dave Ramsey's daughter. Um, and uh, obviously she's the daughter of Dave Ramsey. So if you know Dave Ramsey's story, then she kind of grew up in, in that. And now she is a financial guru, I guess, of some sorts. I guess she's like the TD Jake's daughter of money. Okay. The TD Jake. I like that. Did you know how TD Jake's daughter be preaching and stuff? (laughs) She's like the TD Jake's daughter. She's the TD Jake's daughter of money. And so we read that book, I guess, it was before was the like, kids. That was like four it was, years I mean, ago. it was before the little kids. Yeah. It was before the little kids. And so I found it. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite things to do, like, I don't like road trips. I like airplanes. However, <laughs> um, I I like to take road trips with Kevin. So I think the furthest we've driven is New Orleans, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the furthest we've driven I guess is New Dallas Orleans. Dallas and New Orleans about the same. Is it? No, I New thought New Orleans was five six. Hours, Dallas is. No, it's five hours. Okay, I'm sure you know. Everyone. Okay, don't be extra. Don't be extra. Because <laughs> my connection to the city. So, so anyway, so I really like our road trips because it's kind of like, we, and it's so funny. This was before we were podcasting, but we mm-hmm. would be like, somebody should hear this. We would have conversations on the road. We still don't know if that's true. We still don't know if anybody really listens or like. I guess we, people really we listen. Get, that's we get the thing. We get but. numbers. Kevin, we get numbers. I'm just people. People are listening anyway. So so anyway, on road trips, it's my favorite. I love traveling with Kevin on the road where he has to be trapped in the car. I don't I don't know if he's trapped in the car. (laughs) I got to be trapped in the car. We're trapped in in the vehicle together. And just the conversation that comes about is is I don't know. It's inspiring. It if they always say that marriage is a mastermind and when we get together, it's definitely a mastermind, whether it's on real estate or our kids or whatever, don't just, do it. Don't just, do no, it. This just makes me think of last night. Cause you were trying to get me to talk to you during my like indoor workout. 
and you were like, just stand here and, and talk to me for 45 minutes while you work out. And I was like, no, this isn't making me happy. But you but you, you suggested it first. That's not true. You said, I want to spend time with you. I miss you. Can you stand here, do your in-place, like walking or workout or whatever, and then talk to me? And that was not working for me. That's not how I remember it. Well, we're not going to trust your memory. First of all, you keep interrupting my stories. I be in the middle of a good thought, and you come in and say something random as hell. On the pauses. I'm on your pauses. I don't like it. All right, I'm sorry. I don't even know where I was. There was a book. We drive <laughs> together. We go on vacation. We mastermind. You said you like it when I'm trapped in a car. Being married is like a mastermind, and every time we're talking about something, whether it's real estate or finances or whatever, it's a mastermind. Okay, so all of our good stuff comes on road trips. All right. There we it. go. All of our good stuff comes on road trips. And so I was reading the book Smart Kids, Smart Money, and coming up with all these great ideas that we can implement for Kayla. Yep. Um, and then I was like, you really have to re listen to this with me. And we put it on Audible, and I'm sure we finished it, like, before we got back from our trip. Yeah, and you bought the paperback book. I definitely bought – I like the paperback yeah. version, too, because I like, like to write, reference it. writing the notes. Yeah. Whatever. So anyway, that's where Smart Money, Smart Kids came from, and – we implemented some things. That's true. We were really, we were diligent for a while, and then we had more children. And Is it really diligence if you didn't follow through? Diligence doesn't have permanence. It, you, you can be diligent for a time and then Says who? not consistent. Just we weren't kidding. consistent. We were diligent. Yeah. <laughs> Word salad. I, well, I'm looking, I'm thinking, I'm scanning through the definitions of consistency and diligence anyway that's my new shit so it's a great book you should definitely check it out we need an amazon link we need like we need a, a promo codes what do you call it an amazon link no affiliate affiliate link, link. Affiliate link. I, no. we need an affiliate link anyway you should check out the book it'll give you lots of ideas of how you can teach your children intentionally about money in, in some bio somewhere okay no because then we don't get paid off of it have bill create an amazon affiliate link so smart there you go that's what we have assistance for kevin i don't have an assistant you have an assistant kevin. i'm sorry i'm sorry that is not <laughs> smart money smart kids i feel like we're all over the place we are smart money smart kids and so anyway you came up with this great idea that's true for kayla to to kind of embrace her ownership and stop. That is true. And so what are some of the other ways that we want our kids to be involved in our business and also intentionally teach them about? So we talked earlier today about having a tax problem. Um, so as we've gone through our journey in several different ways, one of the things that we've really studied is tax planning. Uh, we're not tax professionals. Nope. We've said that several times, but again, not tax planning, professionals, attorneys, CPAs, any of that good jazz. But we do but we read gotta pay books. taxes and we read books. <laughs> we read books and then we go to our tax professionals and say, hey, can we do this? We like yeah. to do that. So one of the things that we talked about is using our children in our marketing and being able to pay them from our companies mm -hmm. um, in order to not only um, help offset taxes, but also um, grow their independent wealth. So. Or their managed custodial wealth. Did I say that wrong? Mm -mm. Oh, you look mean in the face. There we go. Anyway, the premise of the whole topic of today was 
how can we teach our children financial education, essentially, or how to um, extend that? Because I think we started working with Kayla on some things, but how to really consistently put in systems that will help our children not only learn finances, but also learn more about the businesses and the things that they're inheriting, right? Yes, we should. You know what? We should have read the synopsis before we did this. Like read it on the air or reread the no, synopsis no, no, no. of the book. For ourselves, so we can be refreshed about it. I just like the title. I didn't necessarily want to talk about the book. I wanted to talk about the cool tax strategy and the stock stuff. I think that making I think that making this a norm, like our children will get used to hearing this language yeah. and having this expectation. Because if you think about it, we don't have we we're still discovering, right? Yeah. Like the stock market. Well, somebody out there grew up and they already knew about the stock That's market true. and they saw those kinds of things happening, right? So it's like normalizing wealth building, normalizing normalize real estate. I think our kids are kind of over real estate. I mean, that's that's natural because we do real estate. Yeah, Austin's like, you can't go to work job. Yeah, or she has to use the bathroom in all of the houses. She just likes using the bathroom <laughs> in all the like, houses. I think that's a thing. And, and so, but even that, we have to be very cognizant that for them, not only home ownership because we own multiple homes, but also like you own all of this and you don't understand. And you're always like, you own all of this. Don't you get that? And I'm like, no, because they've seen yeah, it all their lives. Because it almost seems disrespectful to how hard we work, right? Like it's like we pull up to a house or a development and they like, can you please not take long? And I'm like, bro, y'all own all this shit. But, like, but that don't make no sense. It's like, it's like going to a, a foreign country and being American. Right. Like you take it for granted because it's there all the That's time. True. And, you know, we talk about all the we don't talk about all the time, but we talked about engineered hardship for our children yeah, that's true. because we have to if you if they have everything at their fingertips and at their feet, then their work ethic will suffer because of that in their adult years. And not everybody, but most likely it will when you have everything, you know, that's true. And so we have to make sure that we orchestrate those kinds of obstacles so that we have control over it, but it also teaches the lessons that we had to learn, you know, that the, our children won't have to the learn. The interesting part about that is how that passes down over time, though. It's it's funny, and today is backwards day because the whole Prince Philip thing, and I had randomly watched a YouTube video on what happens when Prince Philip dies or whatever, but in looking at the hierarchy and how the money flows through, like, mm -hmm. the royal family... As your family gets bigger, it's so much harder to keep people in tune to keep the money, right? Like, you just, it, you lose it at some point. I mean, and I'd, I'd be very interested to hear how other people have experienced this, but we've had conversations with other colleagues of ours, and it's interesting how your grandparents really hustled mm -hmm. and, and, and worked hard and amass something right mm -hmm. and so what they did for their children and it's like a cycle right what they did for their children was well i don't want my kids to work as hard as i did i want them to go to school and i don't want them to have a job and then you you have everything at your fingertips and then when it's time for you to go into the workforce you don't have very much you you don't have the muscle built you up don't to have work. the muscle built up to work right and so is there's this generation gap and so even with our brokerage, and I think this is a pretty public story or whatever, yeah. even with our brokerage, you know, it's a family-owned brokerage, the Braden Real Estate Group, shout out. Um, and their grandparents have this 
this portfolio that is pretty amazing, right? Um, and, and then still growing and still growing. And then their parents, and I think it, I think I honestly think it's the same thing. Like their grandparents amassed this portfolio, mm-hmm. and then they were like, "Well, I don't want my children to have to work as hard as I did, and I want them to get an education because, right, that used to be the keys to success." Yeah. Um, and so they did that for their children, and not that they aren't successful because they all have jobs and they all you understand what I'm saying, yeah. but. The grandchildren. But are they the hustlers that the original parents are? They're not, but the grandchildren are. So the Braden Real Estate Group is is the grandchild of you know the grandparents, the grandparents, so. and they have a, an amazing work <laughs> ethic. The grandchild of the grandparents. Grandchild of the grandparents. The grandchild of the grandparents. That's right. Yeah, it's the son of the father. <laughs> It's an amazing, but they have this amazing work ethic. They're entrepreneurs. They're building portfolios within their family. And so it kind of skips a generation because it's very easy for the the generation who is building the wealth. Rich man's son. Probably, yes. Show me a rich man's and son. And so we have you. to be really intentional about creating those kind of, and it reminds, I swear I tell this story. I've told it before, and I don't even know if I told it on this podcast. But I remember my colleagues in high school, like, they were, I mean, I'm from Galveston. It's one public high school. So regardless of your socioeconomic status, unless you went to the private school, we all went to this one school. And so I had friends that, I mean, they lived on the West End. And if you lived on the West End, you know yeah, what that, that meant. Bread. Right. So every summer they would work. And I would be like, well, what are you working for? And they were like, because I want to. I want to buy my own things. And I want to. And I'm like, but Why? Like, that didn't make sense to me. I know why I'm working. I'm working because my parents want to buy me. No, it's not that. My parents want to buy me Keds and London Fog jackets, and I wanted a bomber jacket and some Jordans. And London so, Fog jackets are so London bomb. Fog jackets are nice. So my parents were like, this is quality. And I'm like, man, I want quality. I want the what's what's That's in true. style, right? And so anyway, I, that it's, it's because they – they instilled that in them. You know what I'm saying? No, that makes perfect sense. I think, you know, we keep having this conversation over and over again, I think, because we're still, like you said, trying to figure it out. And it's definitely going to be a situation where um, sooner than later we'll have a problem on our hands if we don't. You know, I told Kayla, Kayla's going to be 13 in April. And I told her, I said, well, we got three years for you to figure out whatever your investment strategy is going to be to buy your car. Cause I'm not buying your car. Right. So, but by putting that test on her, maybe that starts to create the muscles that we want to, to create. You know what I mean? But see, and hopefully she never watches this, but like you say, I'm not going to buy your car. And then she's saving for a car and she has like $15,000 and it's like, and by the way, here's the other 15 because we love you. I'm and you worked hard no for that. $30,000 car. How much do cars cost? <laughs> What? <laughs> I'm trying to be modest. I'm gonna buy a Mitsubishi Spider. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> what car? What year was your car? Ninety six. What was that car? No, I don't remember. But it was a 02, fairly 01. new. It was. It was in the two thousand. That car was not fairly. It was a nice car. He's, I did say y'all. He's been hating on my car. I had a little. Who is y'all? Who are you talking to? It's cameras the audience, right there. The audience. He's been hating on my car. It was a little two seater little hatchback sports car, but like a really nice hatchback because it had a spoiler. You hate it. It was a cash car. Everybody liked it. Everybody was like, ooh, look at you. And I was like, that's me. You old dog. All right. Don't nobody do that. Baby. 
What? Don't do me. I'm just giving you a hard time. See how you throw my energy off? I was seeing this little you vibe. Have, you have we great energy. About no, look, your energy is picked up a thousand percent. We have identified, I've taken ownership that it was not your energy that was bad. It was mine. I apologize. Okay, now get the conversation back on track. So weird. Okay. We're married. I know that we're married, but I'm trying to vibe with you and you're on like seven. I'm trying to vibe seven, with you too. And but you I'm go on, on like, a happy hour. I would rather vibe with you. We vibe. Sponsorship opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin. I'm just saying. Anyway. Remember <laughs> that? Remember? We, okay, this is way off time. Remember we were some friends and somebody said something about we vibing, we vibing, and he was like, we vibe? I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Grown-ass people know what we vibe is. Don't act like married folks don't, don't Google, know it. Don't Google that. Don't Google it. Hell yeah, Google that. Uh, affiliate link? Why don't you? This is the Marriage and Real Estate Podcast, podcast not the Sex real and married, Real Estate. And we do real estate, too, but we real It's married. not the Sex and Real Estate Podcast. It's the Marriage but and Real Estate. But we have sex sometimes in some of the real estate. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> I'm just saying. Don't say that. Oh, my God. They're I, rentals. I don't know what the not topic. The new builds. I don't know what the topic of this podcast is going to be because you keep going all the way off topic. No, no, we we were doing very good. I'm appreciating your energy. I'm going to bring it on back. I apologize. I'm away. <laughs> apologize. Uh, I'm going to wait for you to bring it back. Okay. No. Anyway, like we were saying. So, with our children, and I don't remember exactly I where I know we were, that because you keep going off on tangents. <laughs> anyway, with our children, we definitely want to be very cognizant of the, the lessons that we teach them especially with Kayla growing older. So the reason that I created the the Friday test and the reason I wanted her to read it to her siblings, right? Read the statement about the top the stock or whatever is because I think number one, they'll learn easier from her than they probably will from us because she's who they look up to. She's their older sister, but two, it's also a family bonding moment, right? Like mm -hmm. we can bond over these experiences and it gives us a cool reason to buy stocks like once a week. Like when we buy our stock and say, hey, here you go, learn this one. You know I, mean, I mean, I think it just normalizes the conversation around stock. Like, That's true. And, and when you get new friends and you go off to college and they found this newfound thing, like, oh, man, real estate is a thing. Like, oh, really? I didn't realize it was that big of a deal because we always did real estate but see, I and, think or she stocks. Has the, she has the bug for real estate because, like, you know, she I asked her where she wanted to go to school. She's like, well, I'm not sure yet, but wherever we go to school, I want to buy an apartment building, live in one unit, and rent out the other. So I'll definitely put my money behind that. And what we were talking about was her buying a car. So we got three years for her to figure out the investment for her to buy a car. And number one, I don't believe in buying, like, nice cars for children because they're going to wreck it. That's like, a sheltonism. Anyway. Don't That's do it. You you can buy a you can buy a kid a nice car. You don't have to put them in crap because y'all because they. I ain't saying I put her in in like a crap car. I want her into something safe like a Volvo <laughs> or a station wagon. <laughs> She'll have no friends driving a station. Well, I wouldn't even you, drive what it. What would you put her in? What would you buy? Like a little Hyundai. Okay, Hyundai's nice. Yeah, and it I'm doesn't have to that. be or off, Jeep. It Jeep doesn't have to be. Cute. She would be cute in the Jeep. Mm. What's wrong with a Jeep? Yeah, you want to put a whole kid in a Jeep? What's wrong with a Jeep? A Jeep, like a, like a, what kind of Jeep? A pink Jeep, a cute Jeep. A pink Jeep? Like a Wrangler with no doors, She's she can not... be fly. No. 
That's Why? you. That you think that's what you give a teenager? I'm just talking. Now you're doing too much. First you said you're gonna put in a raggedy car. Then you're talking about putting her in a jeep with no car. doors. I said I don't believe in putting children in nice cars. Why? Let's get to the bottom of it. Because children wreck cars. I wrecked my first car at 14. So does that mean all children wreck cars because you wrecked a car? Did you not wreck a car? No. Did your car not get flooded out? Were you that not on side of the road in a storm? That had nothing to do with me either. You ran out of gas or something? It was a hurricane. There was no gas. You weren't responsible with the vehicle. Yes, I was. I was responsible. I ain't going to fight you on the podcast. <laughs> so. This has been the Marriage and Real Estate Podcast where we talked about smart kids, smart money, and all Kevin's randomness. Sex, cars for children. More randomness. We vibe. More and more randomness. Girl, I love you. Until next time. All right, y'all. Bye.